people have been asking me how to start a podcast and I just want to let you know that the Anchor app is the easiest way to make a podcast ever. It's the only app that lets you record a high quality podcast and distribute it everywhere like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all in one place. No fancy equipment or podcasting experience necessary and it's 100% free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. expansion. Welcome to this open space where we empower women to reclaim every part of themselves while candidly discussing what it means to be a water woman. It's Tiana and Miranda. You're now listening to the Water Woman Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Water Woman Podcast if you're new here and if you've been listening for some time now, welcome back. You already know what's up. It's the one and only Tiana and Miranda. Happy New Year. Happy New Year's. We are living to see it, man. 2022. Uh-uh. Now I got I got trauma because 2020 is in 2022. Girl. When I saw that meme floating around, I was like, people are just so funny. Girl. People are. <laughs> Twitter, undefeated. Like, let me tell you why people don't do nothing with themselves all day. Because they be looking at memes. I can I understand, <laughs> though. Like, it's so easy to get carried away with that Girl. meme life. It's just so funny. I love memes. They're so funny. Did you see that meme I posted? <laughs> When it said, you're going to tell her. <laughs> oh, man. You're going to have to send it to me so I can get it because that, I just, I didn't get it just now. It's off the movie, um, uh, the Tyler Perry movie. Uh, which one is that? Family Reunion? And the sister was like, you're going to tell her. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was the actress. It was a picture of her. And then Cassie said, you're going to tell Girl, you gotta go see. <laughs> I scream. No, you got to send it to me because I feel like I haven't seen that movie in a while. And now that I think about it, like since I've been on like my little black movie kick, low key. Oh yeah, you gotta watch. Some... Girl, you gotta to watch. watch. It. Mm-hmm. You have to watch it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you that, and then I'm gonna send you a clip. You know, I'm extra. I'm gonna send you that meme, and I'm gonna send you a clip from. The- yeah, something about like those old movies, like the old black movies, like the ones you was watching when you was a kid with your yes. grandma and stuff. Something about it, or even inappropriate ones like Baby Boy. You ain't had no business <laughs> watching that. They just, they just really warm my heart. Like oh the my nostalgia God. that it brings. Girl, I, I love black movies. Girl, like they so, but even the serious ones, I still find funny. Because even Malisha know I be cracking up because she told she had sent me a meme of a uh, it was a clip from Baby Boy. And it's she the was acting. Like, you need to you need to do a TikTok to this because she know I like to react to TikToks. It's and the it was, acting. I'm yes, girl. You. Did you? I like Big Mama's house too. Let it go, let it go. Because look, you about to keep going on and just like bad it. boys and. 
<laughs> get rich, die trying, whatever. Uh-uh, I don't like that movie. I don't like that one. <laughs> Wait, this is the last one. What's the name of that movie, girl? Which what? one? Which one? <laughs> With the women who went robbed the bank, girl. Girl, I said it all. I need that money. <laughs> I need that money. That's Girl. my favorite meme. <laughs> this is the laugh that I needed. Just, I just want you to know that. Girl, like, me wait. too. You know what type of day I had. <sighs> what type of day? <sighs> I don't even want to talk about the day. Let's get into like how the week has been for you. You know, now we've crossed over into January of a new year how are you feeling what's it been like these last couple well the last week of you know like the beginning of the year for you um this it this week has been good for me I finally went to the gym Mm -hmm. and I feel so good about it I feel real good I haven't had a drink and I feel good I feel good about it um, I don't know, like, I, I feel really, really good. I don't know if it's because of, like, New Year's Eve that I had, like, a good little celebration, or I don't, I don't know, I, it's, I feel good, like, I've been on a high or something. Today was the first day that I felt like I was just tired because I stayed up all night cleaning and I was just tired. So I think that's why I was, um, I was feeling the way I was feeling today, but I took a nap and I'm back to feeling great. Like I feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sounds good that you are welcoming in the new year and good spirits. Yeah. You do have a good little celebration to um, bring in the new year, which is good. Mm-hmm. I, um, I didn't I didn't feel like in the spirit of the new year. I just I've been tired the last couple of weeks just from working. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, like I've been lacking rest. Like I'm not gonna lie, like all I wanna do is get off and not talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Girl, I understand that that like, was me today, that was me yesterday. Um, I don't I don't know how people do how do regular people do two off days? Hmm. <laughs> like yeah so I've just been like that but otherwise everything has been really good I have been like resting and and just like really just being more intentional with my time and energy already like I see that I'm going to be doing that a lot this year because when we go to all of these different places we are spending time and we're spending energy and I want that for me like Mm -hmm. I want that to myself like I want to really be more intentional about the places that I'm going and who I'm going with so that's definitely been on my mind like the last couple of days yeah I feel that especially like when going places that energy man you like people could be draining yeah, and I was just telling um I was telling Kaylin that I went somewhere and I kind of felt crazy to be so sensitive to the environment because I feel like now because I'm prioritizing my time and how I'm spending my time, I can instantly look around and be and just know it's somewhere I don't want to be. Mm. And I felt really crazy for even That's what feeling like that. About. 
because Mm -hmm. I knew that it was only an energy that I was feeling. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's a really, it's a good thing. It's a blessing. Yeah. But, you know, it can also make you the eyeball out when you literally see, you know, that, okay, this is not where I want to be. So that's definitely what I was on. But now I'm just accepting it. Like I'm accepting that sometimes I don't want to do the things that I used to do. I know. And that's, that's how I feel. Like, so I just made a decision not to drink for a while. Mm -hmm. And, um, I basically made this decision this weekend and, um, my friends hit me up yesterday and was like, you know, let's go to Hayride Scandal and um hang out or whatever. And I'm just like, I'm not going to Hayride Scandal. Like, that's a bar. Like, it's too much temptation and I'm not drinking. And it was like, well, you know, you can start tomorrow. No. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not coming. I'm not having a mocktail. I'm not getting the water. No, if I'm not, if I don't want to be there, I'm not going because I know how how I am when I'm ready to go or when I'm just not feeling it. I know how I get, and I I don't want to bring my energy into someone else's energy that wants to be somewhere, and I don't want to be there. So, yeah. and that's something that I'm doing this year because I would. It was hard for me to just turn down a good time, but now I'm like, if I don't want to go, I'm not going. So no. Yeah, I think it was more. It was more than just about the drinking for you. It was the overall environment. Like, yeah, that's just not where I want to be. And that happened to me <laughs> recently. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm just such an overthinker. It's ridiculous, but I think sometimes my overthinking leads to me being still like struggling with being like a people pleaser just a little bit mm-hmm. so, like I was like yeah like look I just want to apologize in advance if I look like I don't want to be here like I just don't go to places I don't I don't really want to do this anymore like that was basically my disclaimer message and I think that disclaimer message was said in a way to control how they would feel about the fact that I look like I didn't want to be in the establishment. But then it's like, Tiana, well, you can't really control, like, nothing except yourself. So it's like, that's nice that you put it out there and you sit on what you said, but it's like, moving forward, just be, just start saying no. Yeah. No is a new yes start saying no and it was just like so many things that led up to that moment but I'm gonna tell you that individually yeah so I just want to let you guys know that this episode is sponsored by Miranda's Dating Life (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this is gonna be a good episode because we get to see the ends of dating while single and dating while in a relationship who dating in a relationship oh huh <laughs> i'm just playing <laughs> i'm just playing Look, I, was, I was about to say okay we have a special guest i feel like you definitely just put my business out there but okay <laughs> no not i'm not saying not dating other people mm-hmm. I mean, like, dating, like, still being in a relationship and going on dates with that person you're in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) 
Girl, whatever. Take it how you want it. (laughs) Take it how you want it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. I think that was me being guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Look, that's a that's a topic for a whole nother episode. (laughs) Like what? Like what? What Tiana got going on? What in the Tristan Thompson? I'm like, I'm delirious because, you know, I've been working all day. Girl, okay. I would have been the same way had I not took that nap. <laughs> I'm delirious. I am so delirious. I swear but, I would have been the same way. Like, okay. So in the last episode, you definitely mentioned that you were ready for love. Yes. I definitely. So, let's start off with this basic definition of what love is according to Bell Hooks. Okay, so love, according to Bell Hooks, is the will to nurture one's own or another spiritual growth. And she also adds that love is a variation of different ingredients. So you have the care, affection, recognition, respect, commitment, and trust, as well as honest and open communication. So how do you feel about that definition? First of all, I feel like Bell Hooks could do no wrong. So whatever she says, go. And and I totally agree. Rest in peace, my girl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But no, like, what is your definition of love? Because I like that. um, Just say what you're definitely. What do you, how can you define love in your own words? And then we can really get the topic rolling. Me defining love is patience. It's um generous generosity um we are love love is in us mm-hmm. i feel like love should be mutual with that person it should be easy even though times are hard but the way you get through your hard obstacles that love should make everything easy mm-hmm. um yeah yeah um so yours is kind of like that variation of different things like bell hooks mentioned. And I think that love for me is, I definitely relate to her definition mm-hmm. because it is like willing, that willingness to grow like period yeah. with yourself and with somebody else. Right. And then it's all that other stuff like in it, like the patience, you know, the trust, mm-hmm. the honesty and I just really like how she starts off the book. I'm referencing All About Love by Bell Hooks, if you're wondering, people. Mm -hmm. I like how she starts off with the fact that we do not have a universal universal definition of love. And that's why there's so much lovelessness in this world, because we can't seem to wrap our heads around like what love actually means, you know? And she states that if we actually had a solid definition of love, it would probably be easier to even be more loving. Right. I absolutely agree. Agree. Because I feel like love is always like this mystery. Like when you see it in movies, it's always this mystery. And people that be loving each other, like it's like, I I really love you, but I'm scared to say it. Like they always Mm -hmm. have like this intense mystery behind it that makes people like you're experiencing it and it feels good. But if it feels so good, why are you afraid to like say that? Right. 
they they always trying to mystify love in everything, like in movies and books. But it's just like when you're really in the thick of it and experiencing it, mm-hmm. you kind of unveil the mystery of it and really get a taste of the medicine of love, which we, you know, we're we're really like doing love is just like this universal thing like Mm -hmm. obviously we're talking about romantic love today Mm -hmm. because we're talking about you know dating Mm -hmm. but yeah so romantic love today guys but um i feel like people today hide love a lot and i feel like they feel that it's necessary to put walls up when it comes to love Mm-hmm. because as going back to all about love in the first chapter I remember she said um, that we all have been embarrassed by love and mm-hmm. um, once you're embarrassed by something you don't want to keep putting love on your sleeve yeah it's so, a perspective like you're not trying to love again after you've been yes, hurt yes especially after you've been hurt because I've been hurt and that I feel that by that that's what I need I feel like I needed that I feel like I needed that because I feel that I was falling for people who I shouldn't have been falling for when I should have been falling for myself and figuring myself out before figuring out any other person because I feel um I was going into things um not a hundred percent Mm-hmm. I was going into it um, very halfway and um, when you go into something halfway I feel that um, if it's good it'll be filled up but mm-hmm. if it's bad it'll be drained out so now you're not at 50% anymore yeah. now you're less than 50 when if you go in 100 you know you won't be at so low so I feel like that's how we all should go into things 100% versus going into something not 100%. Yeah, and I mean, I think that, like, I know that love and hate are just, you know, they are two sides of the same coin. And regardless of what happens in your life with love, I think like wanting to love again and wanting to have an open heart really goes a long way because mm-hmm. when you do close yourself off, um, you are actually not allowing yourself to attract the possibility of greatness that's out there. And I think a lot of people do that too. Mm-hmm. Like they, they decide to close themselves off and they think that it's for their good, but it's like, mm, now you only meeting one-fourth of the great people that you could possibly meet because you are closed off. Yeah. Very. So do you think that despite, like, all the things that have happened to you, how have you moved from a space of wanting to be closed off then to saying, okay, you know what, I want to love again? Because I think we've all been there. Um, I think because... I moved on from that by just sitting down and just becoming who I am, mm-hmm. realizing who I am. And um, not going to lie, like being around 
my friends and like seeing love and real love seeing that um when it comes to being in a relationship and saying oh I want that (laughs) but also saying I'm not gonna settle it gave me time to actually you know see what I wanted see the values of what I needed instead of me just jumping at the first thing that jumps at me and just settling down because if settling was a point I would have been Mm -hmm. in a relationship probably stressed out but happy I'm in a relationship because just to say that I'm there but I think by me um actually doing actual work on myself and actual um time into myself and not just jumping a gun and just jumping at the first thing that I think that is love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that I always think that when we go searching for it, it's not coming because we're looking Mm-mm. too hard. Right. And I remember the last time I was hurt by my ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. I still kept an open heart. I still kept an open heart. And I just remember writing about what I wanted, mm-hmm. but I never, I didn't care to get it right there right. and there. And then it just happened. I love that. Immediately and- after I cut that person off, like mm-hmm. for life, mm-hmm. the next month I met somebody great. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is crazy because I'm not ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready for this, but we can still like nurture the relationship and as friends and Mm -hmm. it was a friendship and then it became more. So that was the best part too, because I had never actually been friends with anybody that I was dating. Obviously it was just like we together, we not, I had never actually took the time to get to know someone and literally just be their friend before dating because I just feel like that's not even like a thing where we're from people aren't just friends with the people that they want it's like I want you you want me let's get together and it's like okay let's do it right or we we're messing around we're screwing each other and now we're together all of a sudden it's like when you start a relationship off with all these things that are not like fundamental are vital Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you're not really setting it up for success yeah Definitely. And that goes back to me when I said that love should be patient. I feel like that's what it took a lot of patience for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just love is patient. And I feel like that even me, I never really got to experience dating, mm-hmm. like really genuine dating. And I feel mm-hmm. like dating would have been very, very fun. A couple of years ago now, I don't know if dating going to work the way these people are setting up their lives. And, right. And I was just thinking, I, I was just thinking this because I feel like, first of all, in reality, we are five years away from 30. Just mm-hmm. five. Really, really just four. <laughs> so we're four years away from 30. And um, I feel like the 20s. For me, I feel like 20s should be selfish. Point blank, period. Mm-hmm. 20s is for fun. 20s is for going out, having fun, dating, doing this, doing that, and having no regrets. 
I feel like society set us up though to say, um, you know, as a kid, I always said, I want to be married by 25. I want to ha- buy a house by 25. Mm-hmm. I want to start my family by 25. You know, I want to do all of these things before 30. So when 30 comes, you know, I'm set, I'm ready. But now, today, I feel like I don't want to do none of that in my 20s. <laughs> Somebody else that. said that. There was a meme like that. I'm not trying to do that. And then even like, you know, we, we're rewatching Girlfriends and Joan Clayton had a house. She had a car. She had, she was a lawyer. She was a partner in her for- firm. All of them, they were 25. First season, they were 25, 26. They mm. were our age and being grown as hell. And we are like, well, I am like, I'm not trying to do that. I'm I'm trying to be the real Tracy Ellis Ross. She's what, like 50? Look at her. <laughs> she looks amazing she's thriving and I also don't want to be in my 40s looking back at my 20s like damn I should have lived my life I ain't trying Mm. to do that I'm living for the now (laughs) yeah well I think that people's obviously there are so many different ways to live out your 20s and the thing is what's fun to you is probably not you know interesting to other people right and I just, I'm very happy with where I am in my 20s. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have imagined nothing less. Like, I never saw myself with a house and the kids and <laughs> marriage. Like, I think that those things were things I thought about because I was a girl. Mm-hmm. And that's what you should think about. But I never thought that I would be doing none of that by 20-something, right. which is good. So I think it, it actually allowed me to live, live a little bit more freely. Mm-hmm. And I never was, like, so caught up on the fact that I still don't have this and I still don't have that. And I still don't have the perfect partner because my mind wasn't even set up like that, you know, in the first place. But, right. yeah, like you said, we are approaching 30. And you just, like, the 20s can be... I feel like the 20s are really a good time to focus on yourself, of course, mm-hmm. and building friendships and relationships with people that right. matter. And it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship, but if you have that solid individual who you've built a really great friendship with and now y'all want to get together, then hey, cool. But, you know, I feel like you can still be selfish and mm-hmm. have your have a relationship too. Like sometimes when you hear the word selfish, you think like, I'm single and I'm selfish, but I'm selfish in my relationship. And I um, I don't even take selfishness as, like, a bad – I don't put a bad connotation to selfishness now. Like, I just don't. Right. And I feel, I feel like it's okay. Like, that's – selfish isn't a bad thing. You... I've always been really good at being selfish, to be honest. <laughs> selfish – I had to learn how to be selfish because I, I wasn't selfish. I didn't have a selfish bone in my body. But – I feel like uh, you should be selfish, especially when it comes to being in a relationship. You should always um, have your own own identity. I feel like a lot of women, um, they get lost in their relationship. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be lost in my relationship. Like, I don't want to become him, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's 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 very scary. I can say one thing about my relationship is that it's a very independent relationship mm-hmm. and it actually thrives 
on that. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get a little mad because I'm like, can you be like just two ounces of clean? <laughs> like, can you be like a little bit of toxic? <laughs> can you be this a little boy, bit? <laughs> this boy is not toxic at all. <laughs> can you curse me out, please? Can we argue? <laughs> he Right. He is not toxic at all. And he is everything like. I feel like he's really the definition of a real man to me. Like the way that he and, acts. I, and you know what? You know, it ain't nothing wrong with that because a lot of these men these days are very insecure and that is the worst type of man. And even if they're not all the way insecure, like even that one bone of insecurity is horrible because it's just like mm-hmm. why are you insecure? It shows up very it shows up it can show up in a very controlling way. Yeah, most of the time it shows up as controlling, or it can show up as very naggy. Like the man is super clingy, so yeah, we don't we don't need those things. But if you like, what do you what do you want in a partner? Because I think that like I just I didn't know what I wanted, but I know that I just wanted to be. I just know that I just wanted to be loved. Like I knew that love was supposed to feel good. Like for mm-hmm. real, for real. Um. So, hmm, I want, well, number one, I want him to know God. And I don't mean mm. that little, um, you know, how they wake up in the morning and post that little, um, if you love God, repost this. I, he, he, see, he sees you watching if you pass this. You uh-uh. are clowning today. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, everybody be posted, um, you know, a little God meme in the morning, but do you really know him? Not me. <laughs> exactly. And that's the ones, and we don't have to prove that we know God on the internet. Cause we, we really wake up and we read our Bible. We talk to God and we, we just, we have a real blown conversations <laughs> with this man. Not with ourselves little... ultimately. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? God is listening and God is answering us. Because we... God is within. Exactly. Exactly. And we we don't need to just repost and God sees you watching if you pass this. No, that's not what I mean. Okay. That's not what I mean. And I also don't mean that by he has to be a prophet or like, I just want him to know that God is within him. And if you he want him to believe in something, you want him to have it, faith. Yes. I want him to have structure that he knows that, you know, God got you, baby. But that's number one. I have I have three, you know, things on my list, you know. Okay. I need him to have knowledge. Like okay. I want him to be have that knowledge to where that he knows that I'm something that he doesn't mind protecting. Mm-hmm. You know, I want him to know that. His goals. I want him to know, like, you know, just just have knowledge. Like, you know, it's real easy to pinpoint a dumb person. <laughs> well, not dumb, but you know, like someone whose head isn't on straight. Like, someone who's just out there. Yeah, and not I thinking think about life. Nothing. Like, you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> yeah, and my thing is like you being 25 and cultivating this list 
is way different from me being 22 and cultivating a list. So that's the big difference because, you know, you're 25 and you're, you're growing. So yeah. you're, you're cultivating this list with this intention. And like I said, I didn't know anything. So I'm yeah, just, I'm writing either. stuff down. I'm just crying. Like, I'm just crying. And I just don't want to feel hurt anymore. So like yeah. you writing, like, you knowing these things is really good. I didn't know anything, but I was still able to attract something that was really wonderful. And honestly, it was better than I could have imagined because at the end of the day, this person was actually what I needed to grow. Mm -hmm. Like, so that's why bell hooks definition is so really, it's really good Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, I just feel like that's exactly what my relationship is about. Like the will to nurture myself, my, my own growth and his growth as well. And, I'm not going to lie. It's it's a mirror. And if you're not ready to look in the mirror, then you're not ready for a relationship because it's constant. Right. It's, it's a very easy, it's a very easy love. I must say, like, I don't have to talk mm-hmm. to him. Like, we just, we know each other like that. But um, it, it's, it's easy, but it's, it's very hard. Yeah. It's a challenge because especially when all you've got is had is crappy relationships, you know, you're ready to walk out the door at the sign of anything. You're ready to give right. up because this right. person just, you know, because this person has this horrible habit of doing something that you don't like, but you really have to have discernment between what's worth it and what's not. And I think that we like discernment mm-hmm. um, in when, when we step into the dating world, we don't have discernment between somebody who's who has really good intentions and who may be, who may be very well working upon themselves and they might not be ready for a relationship now, but like, okay, I really like this. This person is dope. Like maybe we could just be friends. I think like the ability to even just say like, Hey, I want to just be friends with you. is really important. Like I said earlier, like everybody, you just ready to jump into stuff. Like, Oh, I met you. You cute. I like you. We went on a date. We had sex. Now we did together. And it's just like, now you're about to form a really toxic relationship probably. Now I'm not saying yes. like nothing's wrong with that being your way of hooking up with somebody or getting up with somebody. There may be plenty of success stories in that. Mm-hmm. But like friendship is like the foundation of it's the, definitely everything. Definitely. Why do you has, what what you can go. And that's what um the third thing on my list was like personality. Like you have to have the a great personality and just funny because I'm I'm not a serious I'm not serious twenty four seven like I like to joke and clown like a lot so I like to joke and clown with someone I'm dating and I realized that when I was talking to <clears throat> a, a Virgo who I always seems to come across. And they are so serious, and it's just Virgos are serious. Why are you being so serious and so rude? And (laughs) can we joke and clown? Like, can Mm -hmm. we do that? Can you can you tell a joke? Yeah. And it was it it was horrible because I'm just like I don't even want to be your friend. Like, can you lose my number? Like, yeah, so personality is definitely another one because I I love, I have a, I feel like I have a great personality, so I need someone to match that. Yeah, and trust me, you will get somebody to match every single thing that you need, like down to the very tiny detail, and it's going to be great. Like, 
you talk you gave me your list but it's gonna go way beyond that like don't worry about it like it's coming it's gonna be way beyond that and one thing that I enjoy about my relationship is that we are different but we I think we are the same in spirit mm-hmm. like we are yeah. still very simplistic people mm-hmm. not materialistic um we we have good um good morals and we have good intentions with the things that we do so I'm not worried about like being with him just for money and he not being like worried about me and I think that was like a really dope I guess understanding and I feel like we just got together we met each other at a good time it was the end of 2018 true yeah it was the end of 2018 and I just feel like morals and everything were just a little bit different and mm-hmm. I was 22 years old like what? I don't, I don't need, remember that I don't need to step into something with somebody who's well established like we've right. already made up our minds that this is a long-term relationship and some like it's okay to build with people like nowadays I feel like everybody trying to get with somebody who already got something but it's like you don't have anything yourself <sighs> Right. So how'd that go? Like, what happened right. to actually, that's like, building? Right. 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 And that's why... Right. <laughs> and that's why I had to... When I... Back then, you know, everything was goals for me. You know, couple goals, relationship goals. Like, you can't say that these celebrities are your relationship goals because these people are established. You know, like, like yeah, they, they're really cute, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. The outfits are nice. If I if I'm saying anything goes, it's it's the style. Mm, <laughs> it's the oh, style yeah. for me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You, you know, like it's the style for me. Like this is not relationship goals. No, because and that's why them relationships don't be lasting because they just dating because it's a hype thing. It's mm-hmm. a hype thing. And it's, it's immediately ruined because you can't sneak around, like not even sneak around, but these people can't even be in a relationship like for real. Yeah. It's hard. It, it would definitely be hard. And that's why, like you said, you, you, you don't want to date somebody. You don't need to be going into something with somebody already established or you don't have nothing with like What's your identity? Is it about to be his? Now, I do understand the difference between um, being like, that was the difference between being 22 and 25 as well. Like, besides mm-hmm. the, the, the year difference, mm-hmm. that was the difference of being 22 and 25. And now I feel like it's okay to, like, want somebody to have some things. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like it's, like, be realistic like about where you are in your own life before mm-hmm requiring certain things of other people because then I feel like it's just like we need to stop trying to get with people because of what they could do for Mm -hmm. us like and what they have and I think like just being looking at relationships from that materialistic aspect like I'm not gonna lie like I feel that like you know it's a little hard out there dating right now, and I don't even mm-hmm. know. Oh, I oh, I'm I'm here to testify. I'm here to testify. We got the men being fraudulent, 
the women being fraudulent. It's just like, when does the fraudulent fraudulism end? When right. when does the fraudulism end and the realness begin? Like we can't right. even tell. And speaking of fraudulent, <laughs> that would and speaking of fraudulent and back to the memes. I seen a meme today. It said fake nails, fake hair, fake boobs, fake ass, fake everything, but want a real man. And I'm going to speak on that because I feel like, first of all, men, <laughs> y'all, it's, it's the, and that goes back to insecurities, too, because men, that that's what they checking for, to be honest. They checking for what? The, the outlook of a woman. Mm-hmm, that's true. I like and that I you feel, brought that up. I feel like women and that's what women are looking trying to look good for mm. and you don't have to do that like you seriously don't have to do that and that's like and like cardi b she said it was a topic on twitter they was talking about um bbls before fixing your teeth and cardi mm. b said no, get the, get your body done first because that's an investment and you can turn tricks and get your teeth fixed <laughs> later on. <laughs> later on. And I'm just I ain't like, gonna lie, like it don't really matter like what? how your teeth look. If you fine that's what she was saying. Because so, I mean, you know how Emma was fucked up. She was on loving hip hop. With her teeth like that. She got her teeth fixed after loving hip hop. I get it. But, um, you know, I guess, hey, like the, the fact that she even kept those real teeth and she knew that they probably weren't the best. Like, hey. I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Like, she like, and that's what, and when she said that, I was like, that was so, I hate that society is like that today, but that is so true. Mm -hmm. It's true point blank period like people are getting their bodies done before their teeth it used to be a time where your teeth was the first like good teeth was you know something someone would put you know at 20 I know my list when I was at 21 it was teeth like you have to have a pretty smile yeah that's I wanted that you, that's what you wanted a man a pretty smile and I was I was saying this today. I was telling my friend Bree today. I was like, girl, I remember I was talking to this guy when I was at McNeese and I felt like his teeth was like the worst of his whole persona. <laughs> and guess what? That boy got veneers now, sweetie. <laughs> I was on his page. He told you. Okay. He showed I was, you. Girl, I was on his page today and I was like, wait. Something is different about this boy. And mm -hmm. sure enough, he got his teeth done. He got veneers. And he looks amazing. And I was like, oh my God. Now I see why at 21 that was on my list because this looked like a whole different man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but as me now, as 25, like a pretty teeth, pretty smile, like all of that isn't even on my list right now. Like it's all about the inside for me because I feel like if your spirit and your mind and stuff isn't right then anything else doesn't matter to me 
Like you can be the most beautiful person on this earth. If you are dumb, if you are insecure, you are just toxic, you're a horrible person, all of that don't even matter. And I know that doesn't matter to me today because I think Tristan Thompson is the finest man ever, but he is a walking, slimy demon in my eyes. And I would never compliment him ever in my life. And that's how I know that looks don't even matter to me. Like, it doesn't. Yeah, I mean, people, they put their true colors out there and then you're just like, hmm, you know what? I don't want to be with somebody that bad if they can't treat me right, you know? Okay, a super grip, man. I do not want to be with somebody that bad if they cannot treat me right. But I don't know. I just, I think that, like, when you are dating people, like, people are, like, when you're dating somebody or when you're meeting somebody, people are more than likely trying to put their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. So if they're doing weird stuff in the beginning, then you already know it's a red flag because it's like this is the time when you like supposed to be doing like this is a time where people like are going out the way to like put themselves out there and just mm-hmm. I guess like show like their best qualities and like their best side. Mm-hmm. And when people start to just I don't know engage in weirdo activity, mm-hmm. then you know that it's like it's not cool and if we could just all get on the same level with each other each other then I think it would be a little bit more easier to date too definitely definitely because we got the slime balls who are <laughs> you know messing with the people who have the who might genuinely want love and then vice versa and it's just like I just why I want the sleazies get together and leave the good people alone because right, you know I think right. if you know if you good know men out here still yeah like and I feel like that's selfish because if you know you ain't shit you need to get with a female who don't care about that you need to get with somebody who 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 not gonna care about what you doing what time you coming home you need to find you somebody like that because you need to leave these women who's working on themselves and who's built the confidence and love for themselves alone you can be them women alone and if you know for a fact you and that's that uh, is it's just I don't know I don't think men understand because even like Joey Badass put out a statement towards um, Tristan Thompson saying that if you know you can't be with one woman, you just need to say you can't be with one woman and be with somebody who don't mind. And I love him for that because he didn't even have to. That's common sense. Right. And that's what he was saying because he was like, this is not the first time. And the fact that he said, I love and respect you. No, you don't. No, you do not. Because even he might love her but he don't respect her he at all and the fact that he went and got a paternity test the fact that you were even a option you still cheated you still did what you did and you are an option and just and i just respect joy badass because for him saying that 
like it was it was a hundred percent true like you need to practice what you what you want to do with somebody else and stop playing with with this girl heart like for mm-hmm. real but I also think that um we do need to be a little bit more accountable for what we are allowing into our world because right. people are showing us who they are each and every single day. And sometimes we don't really want to see what they're showing us, but we want Mm -hmm. to stick on to the false reality of what could be. And I do think that that's like the reality for a lot of women, especially the ones that are in situationships. I pray that they are freed from that. Yes. uh, 2022, because it's very stressful. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, it's very degrading if you're not really um, agreeing to it. And it's, it's, I just think that, um, waiting around for someone to be in a relationship, be ready for a relationship is nothing. Absolutely nothing is wrong with that. But after a certain point in time, you know, when they are just using you for you to really be there. And one thing that I will always remember about the, the foundation of my relationship was that, like I said, when I first met him, I was not ready because I, I just wasn't ready to be like I knew I wasn't I wasn't dating nobody else necessarily. I was seeing him, but I wasn't ready to be in a relationship. So I remember him telling me that like we'll be friends until you don't want to be friends anymore. Yeah. And the fact that that option was up to me was nice because I personally don't like the idea of a woman waiting around for a man to cover. Marriage that's different, but like I think that women should definitely be able to go with their moves a little bit more in the beginning in a dating stage. If if the feelings are mutual and it's there, like I'm not telling you to just ask a dude that who ain't really feeling you or like saying like, you know what, I'm ready to be with you. Like, I want to be with you. Do you want to be with me? Like, I, why we always got to wait on men for shit? Like, huh? Right. Like, if you like somebody, girl, and y'all been dating it and y'all been kicking, put it out there. Like, it's okay. Like, do not, like, shy away from putting it out there. What's the worst that can happen? He gonna say he ain't ready, and then you're gonna keep playing the fucking court. You're gonna keep going, yeah. and you're gonna go back in the basket and see what other eggs are in there. Not not saying you gotta cut that person off completely. It just depends. Mm-hmm. The scenarios could be infinite. Like, this is a very broad and general thing. Like, if you've been talking to this person for a very long time and they're still not ready, okay, you might want to cut them off. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, give yourself the opportunity to know that, like, people know when they want to be with you, too. Like, so there's not really, like, don't let the games be played. Like, I, I say I wasn't ready in hopes of building a friendship. And that's exactly what I did. Uh-huh. That's exactly what I did. You know, and it was, it was dope. Mm. I feel like that whole thing that you just said, um, that was my life in 2021. But, yeah. What was your life? When you said, put it out there. And if they're not ready, you know, mm. it is what it is. Yeah, like I said, it just depends on, like, they got to have the details. Like, if it's somebody you, you you know, you've been talking to, like, for a couple of months and, or, you know what, like, I don't know. I don't know the situation. Like, it could be anything. You you, you, yeah. you got an intuition. You could tell the difference between somebody who be fugazi no, yeah, and somebody definitely. who, like, who genuinely just like, hey, man, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, 
relationships scare me. I'm not ready. Like you can genuinely tell the difference between that and when somebody playing the game. So you really have to just know. They got plenty of fish in the sea. And definitely. I'm not saying hop around, but I'm saying I'm saying hop around. (laughs) Give yourself a chance to meet people, man. You can meet You can be yeah, so people. you right, you could, yeah, hop around like she said. <laughs> oh my god, but yes, like I, I've been definitely getting different aspects on relationships, especially from shows like Rest in Peace, Insecure. That that show helped me a lot when it comes to letting go of things, and if you feel like you want to let it go and it comes back around it's okay mm-hmm. um i just watched harlem oh my god that show had me in tears and i would I, and i would just let me just say this that show is no way shape or form a sad show <laughs> but when things are relatable and i'm seeing it in front of my eyes like i kind of tear up because i realized it's not just me going through things mm-hmm. and it's not just me going through certain things. Like things happen, like timing is everything. And sometimes when you go through something, especially in a relationship and that relationship ends and it comes back around years later, y'all both grew. It's okay to try it again because it's like, you're different. Like you both are different. Back then this probably was a toxic thing. You, you, like I said about identity, you you can't become him. Like, you can't become your significant other because he, that person is going to be them. And you are hiding behind him. You're losing your identity. So, just grow. I feel like that works for some people, though. Mm. <laughs> Not touché. me, but... Look, touche. I think, I think it does work for some people because they are afraid to finding out who they really are and to each his own yeah they are afraid to find out who they are and it's easier to be his or whatever he is or you know mrs it's easier to be mrs they last um, name yeah jay-z wife what exactly exactly beyonce is not jay-z's wife she has her own identity or like when you go to church, that's Brother Samuel, her wife. <laughs> you are being very Gemini on this podcast today. I must say, you are bringing celebrity news and and I'm just like, what TV shows? And you are just being the master of communication that you should be. And I mean, I'm loving it because I already know my energy is low, so I'm sitting back and chilling. And I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to let her bring all this energy. <laughs> I'm just talking, and everything in the back of my head is saying, I really hope Tiana catching on, because you know how you are. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'm catching on. It was It's obviously the fact that, like, I'm not seeing any of this. I have not seen the Joy um, Badass tweet. I did know, I did see something but Tristan, like, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Something about oh, yeah, so Houston I see, woman. and that I wasn't, and I wasn't following the story at, at all, but I was, um... I seen that's I love Joey Badass. He is just so whew, that New York 
accent, that New York sweat. Ooh, I just love him. So I definitely saw his tweet. And when I seen it, I said, oh, shit, he going off. So what, mm-hmm. that's what made me go follow up on the story. And I was also listening to an old podcast from like years ago of um, just a podcast I ran across. I don't even know the name of it. But um, they were basic. she basically said, um, I only want winners on my team. And she said, Tristan Thompson. And I laughed. Because I'm like, if only you knew what he was going to do like three years later. Because I think it was a podcast from like 2018. <laughs> so yeah, you I can had, never uh, really tell, man. You don't really know. And I'm there's, I'm sure it's like, you know, no regrets. They got a beautiful daughter together. Mm-hmm. Um, So, you know, it, it really is what it is. But mm-hmm. after a while, you really got to step it up and say, I don't want to accept that any more right and then back to like when you said you gotta be accountable for you know who you allow and I had to um I had to learn that too um actually I I can't remember something happened in my life and I was talking to Carmisha about it and she and it was just some words that will always stick with me she was like but do you ever hold yourself accountable of your part in it of how you allow this person to always do what they did to you like do you ever think that it's you that you know always let this person in to give them that space to hurt you yeah and that's something I always think about and always stick with me because I'm like damn I and at a point in time I would always just when someone apologized to me, I'd be like, no, you don't have to apologize. You know, it's it's me. I, you know, I blame myself for allowing you to even, you know, hurt me or do what you did or whatever the case may be. Like, you can't just always blame that person because, hey, I let this, I, I'm talking to him again. He, he hurt me, but I'm talking to him again. So, you know. I think that the blame needs to be removed in general, like in general, because it yeah. kind of, you know, it kind of puts like a a hate aspect to things. Because normally, when you blame somebody for something, there's like this dislike, and I wouldn't want you to blame yourself, and then now there's like this dis- dislike attached to you know the blame that you put on yourself mm-hmm. as well. So that blame definitely needs to just be removed. Like you can take accountability without, you know, blaming yourself for. Yeah. But I think that that really is important to be held accountable and um, relationships will definitely help you in that aspect if you lack in that area. Like just being held accountable and always having like another person to just, I don't know, be that that second ear to like when you aren't doing what you need to do. So before we go today, I do want to hop into like another topic so um why do you think that people place more value on romantic relationships than they do friendships um they're willing to let all this stuff go down their romantic partnership and then a friendship happen um, and they're like ready to shut it down that's a very very that's a good question that's a great question. I feel like um, it may be a hmm, loyalty thing. Um, well, but you want loyalty in your relationship too. I feel like 
Um, when I look at my friends, I look at them as my family. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's hard. I, I don't. I just. I couldn't imagine you hurting me. So if you, you as in you, um, if we ever get to a point where you completely hurt me, it's a level of disappointment. I feel like I'm more so disappointed in you because I would never look at my friendship to fold like that. And um, and when it comes to my friendship, I just I just put it so high on a pedestal. Like I, I feel like my friends come before my relationship. I feel like my because that per my friends, you're you've been there for me like forever. Mm-hmm. So when you got to that point where you were disloyal to me or you did something to the point where it was so grimy, I feel like you absolutely did not respect me. And you I just see red. Like I feel like you should never like disrespect your friends. But when it comes to a relationship, You absolutely had no idea where to go with this because you did not answer the question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You you was like, oh my God, my friends are everything. Like you basically was like, well, that's not something I do. So you reversed the question. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I think I that, that you answered this because yeah, that's that a hard question. Yeah, Because they don't have yes. their own identity. First of all, they don't have their own identity. And let's not forget that back in the day, we were taught as women to value our relationships over everything. So that's the foundation of that. But moving forward, you know, I'm not, I'm in a really good, healthy relationship. So I'll answer from a perspective of that because yeah. we already know what it is. It is like an insecurity thing with them. And, um, you know, you, when you get in a relationship and put other people before other people, one thing I've grown a lot and honestly, I love everybody the same. I don't put nobody over nobody. That's one thing I will say. And I had to be in a relationship to learn that. So, um, now I will say when you get, when you get in a relationship and then I live with him, I do feel like this person just gets me and he's right there. Mm -hmm. And that's my friend though. You know what I'm saying? So it's mm-hmm. like, because that's my friend, I'm not valuing his relationship over nobody because right. that's my friend first anyway. So right. for me, I don't see it to where I would, like, I'm going to fight hard for all the relationships. Right. So I do feel like nowadays, like, I don't really have, like, a lot of people that really get me. And he's one of the people that does get me so. But I wasn't. I'm never gonna be the friend that like ditches all my friends to hang with my man. But I'm not gonna lie. I can honestly see why people only hang with their partner because mm-hmm. it's easy. They get you if it's healthy. If it's healthy, Definitely. I'm not speaking on toxicity. If it's easy, y'all get each other. Y'all good with communication. You don't have to do the explaining. Like I absolutely get it. And sometimes we work so much. We don't even have the energy to be with people. We just be like, mm, right. I'm just going to come home and we could just chill. Like, And that's what it is. So I think people are putting relationships over friendships because they forget that relationships are friendships. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't form them that way. But when you form your relationship like a friendship, then 
you won't even feel like you have to put anybody over anything. Like everybody, I love everybody the same. And I want to nurture all of my relationships in my life because there are relationships. They just have different names. Like I just want to learn how to nurture all of them in the way that they need to be nurtured because they're all so important to me. Like they really, really are. And if anything happened, I would hope that me and him can at least remain friends because at least that was a good foundation in the beginning. Maybe we might not be working out romantically anymore to be together, but friendship, sure, like maybe. But honestly, I'm not really good with the friends with exes thing. Like, <laughs> me either. I'm not good with friends with exes because I just I'm just I don't not. Talk to them. Yeah, I'm not good with friends, and I always I always told him that too. I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'll be your friend if something happened, but it's just it really. I just really can't see this. I can't see like you not being in my life, him not being in my life, because I just feel like y'all two are like the main people that just really get me, to be honest. And I never knew that once you get older, like the less people will get you and the less people, like the less friends you will talk to. Yeah. And it's a difference. Like I said, it's the difference between just being under your man all the time and not even putting in effort. But now it's just like everybody got so many, so different lives. And I mean, I respect it. I respect everybody for the way that their life's going. But I just feel like there is a lack of nurturance in friendships still. Definitely. Definitely. And I'm not going to be the only one putting in that effort. So guess what? I will gladly hang with my man. Bye. (laughs) That's how I feel. Um, I love your answer. Thanks for answering me, answering that because I feel like somebody else asked me that question before and I had no idea where to go with it. And I understand that's because even I gave a perspective of now being in a relationship and you're single and you probably ain't even had like a really a good relationship that was worth it. Hmm, But now that I'm in a position where I actually, I value my relationship with him and I value my friendships and I value everybody. So now it's just like, I want everybody to be on the same playing field and I just want to really learn yeah. how to invest my love into everybody the same way so yeah I yeah I definitely never answered that but I definitely asked that before because I've seen people forgive their man forgive 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 but the moment you do that one thing to them it's like all lights out like no you cross the line you switch like a little bit like you know mm-hmm mm-hmm I feel like this is one of the another one of those topics where it's just like we didn't even really get down to the nitty gritty of anything. We can all <laughs> it was so deep. Okay. We're gonna come come back. We can come back. Yeah, we could do what we want. Right. Mm-hmm. So it has been a very long episode. But fruitful <laughs> nonetheless. <laughs> Why are you cracking up? (laughs) No, nothing. I feel like you on something. Edible, I'm just playing. You just said that you're done. You're not drinking No, I was laughing because I always, I just, every time I look at the time, I think about us just saying that we wanted the podcast to be like 30, 25, 30 minutes. And it's never. Whoever want to listen, they're going to (laughs) listen. Two hours, 
a 25 minutes. It's literally never that short. Like, we got gems. We dropping gems, man. We really, really do got the gems, man. And imagine if we have a guest on. We're going to have to bring some structure. Right. I'm ready for a guest. I need to have somebody. I need somebody to talk to. Well... I just may put you up to the task for the first one because I still don't have any energy for it. But that's fine because you learn how to delegate. Like when you know that you, and that's what I like about being on this podcast with you because it's a sharing thing, you know, like I don't have to do everything all the time and I'm so used to doing everything all the time. So doing this is really teaching me to share and really teaching me to learn how to like relax and trust somebody else to do what I think that only I can do. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, man. So we we had a good episode and we said a lot of things. And I don't know if we said all that just to say this, but you already know what we're about to say. Hmm. Ain't nobody going to water you like you water you. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Shout out to Paige and Trail, man. <laughs> Yes, bringing in the new year with love. Congratulations to them. Yes, sir. Okay, I'm hanging up now. so much for listening to the water woman podcast i have so much gratitude for you just showing up every week for yourself to stay up to date on all of the latest episodes and to be a part of a thriving community full of water women follow me on instagram at waterwoman.thebrand you will be the first to know about all of my future products and services that i'm so excited about words can't even explain it but you don't want to miss it <laughs>